All right. I'd like to welcome everybody back to Bars in the Beard. Uh, got Brad, got St. Michael's Boxing Club. Also going to go with, through our sponsors. We've got Hospitality Heating and Air, uh, the Lucases. Thank you so much for all they continue to do for us and have since the very beginning. Haven Miller State Farm, Downtown Rock Hill, Spikes, Pork Skins, and Boiled Peanuts, and also Gary Simrel. So, Brad, what's going on, man? Oh, man, I've kind of been pissing people off politically this week, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, that'll be, a, that'll fantastic. be a good one. That'll be a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's right. polarizing everybody. It's polarizing. A little vitriol coming my way. Well. But whatever. I'm all right. Bring it. I want to thank everybody. I'm going to have everybody kind of go around. Mike, you can introduce everybody, but we're at St. Michael's Boxing Club with Mike Engler and the guys from the boxing club up here. So um, you want to get everybody introduced, Mike? Sure. We, uh, we got Quentin Rankin, the current USBF light heavyweight champion. Uh, he's going to fight July 30th. Uh, Jamie McGrath, who moved down here from New York about how many? How long have you been here, Jamie? Six years. Six years. She was 49-1 and one as an amateur. She was... Uh, one and know was a pro. She was one of the first females on the USA uh, boxing team as a female. Uh, used to live, where'd you, where'd you come from again? Long Island. I'm sorry, Long Island, New York. <laughs> uh, she's a beast. I mean, I can't wait for people to see her to fight. We have a man that needs no introduction, Chris the Viking, Takache, who's wearing capri pants, by the way. Good enough. We have a uh, dog on it. Wing, what's your first name again? <laughs> well, we got chicken wing. Uh, big wing, <laughs> big wing. Uh, he's getting ready to make a, get, get another fight here coming up pretty soon. Hopefully, he's going to be fighting. Uh, I just talked to Scott Sigmund. He's going to be fighting his undefeated guy in November, Owen Hinton. How you say Owen's last name? Uh, Owen Hilton. Hilton. And uh, hopefully, he's going to be fighting Vit here here in Rock Hill for Vit's little belt that he's got. And we have. Uh, Antoine Logan, the assistant coach at St. Michael's. Uh, he runs a gym pretty much for his day to day. I couldn't do anything without him, actually. I hate to say that, but. <laughs> all right, you mentioned it. Let's let's talk about July 30th first, Mike. What's all on the car? What's going on July 30th? Tell everybody what's going on. Oh man, it's, it's gonna be a good night. Quentin Rankin's the uh, the main event. He's fighting the guy that's uh, been around for about 10 years. Fought some really good fighters. Manny Woods is his name. Uh, he's a come-to fighter. He's, he's, he's going to try and walk Quentin down. He's going to throw a lot of punches. He's going to be very aggressive. It's going it's to be exciting. Uh, people are going to actually see how good Quentin can box. Um, we know Quentin's got power, but things we've been working on the past two or three months, people are going to be very surprised. I'm not going to be surprised, but people are going to be very surprised. Mm -hmm. And Jamie's fighting. It's her first fight in 17 years. And I'll let, we'll, we'll get into more of that later, but Jamie's a beast. And I, I don't like to use that word because she's a female. She's a pretty girl, but... She can fight, man. I mean, she, she don't stop punching, and she doesn't back down. Um, all right, so talk a little bit about training camp, Mike. Camp was camp. Uh, it's, it's, it's a miserable time, um, but you know you have good fighters and, and dedicated fighters when they enjoy it. You know, we leave, and everyone's, you know, laughing and making jokes. How long was it? When did it start? When did it end? Eight, eight weeks this time. I think we had eight weeks for a camp. My when, camp was 12, 12 months, Yeah, <laughs> to be real. <laughs> this, is, this is actually the one year Mark Quentin came to this gym. Uh, Quentin was gone for three weeks. He was out sparring with one of the Paul brothers. Uh, Jamie was here five weeks, I think. So uh, everybody's ready. It was a good camp. I mean, but we stay ready. So I called a camp, but, you know, we're always in the gym. There's just certain times we, we pick it up, our, you know, we pick it up more. And the last five weeks was 
and with his heat is near death. Crazy. What is it? Um, you know what? What is it? What is in St. Michael's? You know, we did, we get we didn't get to go over there a lot last time, but what is it? What is it in St. Michael's? What is that, Mike? What What is St. Michael's? Yes. I mean, in the in the name and 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 what is it to you? What is St. Oh, Michael's man. to you? So, when I was born, my my father who was raised in an orphanage in New York, and his the nun that raised him that kind of took her took him under her wing, uh, her favorite angel was St. Michael, Archangel. So I was named after Archangel Michael. And I used to box at a gym in New York called St. Martin's. I'm like, man, I always love to have a gym called St. Michael's. And who is St. Michael? He's the guardian. I mean, he's the warrior. He's the, he's the patron saint of law enforcement, the patron saint of Air, Airborne. So what better name for a boxing club to have, to have uh, except for have warriors? Are you kidding me? What is... Uh, that's, that's a living legend right there. Who we got right there? That guy used to be in the gym with uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, Shuray Robinson. He's been. He's from Chicago. That's Elijah. Uh, man, what's he doing down here? Hey, let me go. Let me get out. Elijah, chill. All right. All right. So, Quentin, tell me a little bit about your recent sparring partner. Talk about that a little bit. Um. Well, I just came back from Puerto Rico. Um. I just sparred with Jake Paul, and um, that was a a pretty good experience. Pretty cool experience. Um. I sparred Jake Paul, and I got to see. You know, I always the last time we yeah, talked about that's it, right, that's right, like that's about right. Jake Paul and how he would be, and um, you know, Jake Paul is believe it or not, man. As much as you know, the, the camera's always in his face. He's actually a really down to earth guy. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's just personally, um, I like Jake Paul. I told people I like Jake Paul. I do. I like Jake Paul. Right. Now his team, you know. I, I like that's Jake Paul. Tail people, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just like I mean, I like yeah. his coach, BJ Flores. That's the one who actually invited me. Shout out to BJ Flores, by the way. He was a uh, cruiserweight champion, and we met in Phoenix. And then he uh, actually uh, commentated one of my fights. Uh, I was the main event on under Christy Martin. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good experience, man. They paid well, and um, you know, it was a lot of walking. You know, I, right. I, I wasn't chauffeured around. I had to I had to basically. Uh, Walk a mile and a half to the gym and a mile and a half back. But as far as the sparring, um, Jake's tough. He's gritty. Um, he is a hard worker, you know. And I, I, I'm careful with what I what I want to say because um, if it gets wind to him, I, I just you know because I'm looking to to do business with the man. So yes, I'm not gonna yes. I'm not right. gonna say I'm not gonna say what happened. But I can I can pretty much say this. He was very impressed with me. And he posted me on his Instagram, actually. Uh, and I didn't even know he posted me. So that's a test to, like, what I did, the things I taught him. Right. You know, so I'm not going to trash him on this thing. Right. But I am going to say as a person, I like him. Uh, as a boxer, I feel like he has a good power. Um, he has problems with, with movers. And, but, you know, with people who stand in front of him, I feel like with this not next guy, if this next guy lays on the ropes and stands in front of him and think Jake Paul is just a YouTuber, he's probably going to get hurt and he might even get stopped. I think Jake Paul is actually going to win this fight. And um, I think that Jake Paul is is doing the business of boxing correct. But do I do I think that Jake Paul's ready for a champion? Not right now. Right. But he has a lot of upside because he's already marketing himself correctly. Um, he's building his skills but the way he talks, I guess you got to talk before you get there. 
So I, I honestly, I just think he's a very smart businessman. He has to wait for his skill to actually get to the level of his mouth. And so he has to, you know, relax. That's what I basically told him. I said I was teaching him that you got to use certain techniques like eye feints to set certain punches up. And he's very receptive. I told this man one time, I said, if you want to increase your stamina, man, take a long run. He's like, well, I'm running about three, four miles. I said, nah, man, that's not going to cut. I said, I'm running 10 to eight to 10 miles. I said, you need to do that once. The next Saturday, go look on his Instagram. He posted that he ran eight miles. And I told him to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it just lets you know what kind of influence I had on him because of what happened in the ring. Now, right. I'm not going to say what happened in the ring, but needless to say, I should be on all access right. because Showtime, three or four of the guys from Showtime, after we sparred, they came up to me and they was like, hey, man, we got to know who you are. We don't, we, you tell the people who you are, talk to them. So I'm hoping that their team uh, actually features me on all access because let's just say me and Jake Paul, we touched it up and um, – it was a, it was good work. But That's you all I'm said saying. you said going all the way back to the first one that he's actually been good and will continue to be good for boxing. And yes. You, and you since they started it. Yes. Box, boxing has grown. It's grown 100%, a lot. One hundred percent. So one hundred percent. I think one thing he's doing for boxing, he's giving. Not only is he giving fighters a, a, a opportunity to make six figures, but he's giving women boxing. Like how many cars, how many cars right now? Exactly. How many professional cars right now are featuring women as co-mains or main events at any level? ESPN, PBC, Showtime, any any platform outside of Jake Paul promotion, how many are doing that? You you can't even think of them because he's the only one doing it. And for that, I like Jake Paul. And like I said before, I think Jay Paul is great for the sport. What people have to understand, everyone, he's disrespectful. Think about this, man. If you're working at a job and there's a – I'm just going to say you're working for Burger King, right? And a Burger King worker says – could I, be like, I ain't got no other job. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, but say a Burger King worker, right, he says, I demand $25 an hour and I got the people to come to my Pacific Burger King and, and they're going to buy my burgers. And – Everybody at the other Burger Kings are like, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get paid. But then you got some people like, well, he talking too much. He just need to work. Like, no. At the end of the day, when the market goes up, your value goes up. Well, he, you also have to realize though, he wasn't a boxer first in YouTube. Right. He's you, he's a talker first. Yes. Now he's a boxer, so he has to talk. And you also have to realize, he has to fight some of these guys that he's fought initially, mm. because if he fought you or a champion at the very beginning, now it's over with. Over. Because then he's gone. Yes. So, but you have to look at it. He's built up a little better each time. Yes. And I think that he is taking the, the right approach to growing what he is and what boxing is. And he's trying to have some longevity in it. You can see that. Intelligent. So. I, th I think he's intelligent. And I'm going to tell you something, too, that a lot of people, and I know this personally, I will come to the gym. I will walk to the gym at 9 a.m., and as soon as I walked to the gym, an hour after I got there, Jake would come. And he didn't have to be there because we had two, we had two a days. Now, I always do two a days. So when I do my two a days, the other sparring partners will sleep. Of course they are. But I got a fight coming up. I'm not, I'm, right. I'm doing what champions do. Right. When I saw Jake and I saw his work ethic and I saw how hard he worked and I saw how he was dedicated, no matter what you think about this kid, 
he is actually a real boxer. Now, he don't have the experience and the pedigree, but when I tell you if you sleep on him like Woodley or like anybody else, he's already knocked out. This guy is not a chump. Although he's not uh, as seasoned, he's not. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. He's not as seasoned. But when I tell you that he is a student of the game, he is somebody who is willing to understand. I don't know it all, but I am trying to get where I need to go. And I think I, my hats is off to to Jake Paul. I hope he hears this, and I hope he puts me on a, on another card, Jake. So Tony, I want I want to piggyback on that if he can hear me. I want to ask him some questions. He can. Go ahead. All right. So couple things number one is like like what tony said i mean his whole career was built off a facade right so he's a showman he's Mm -hmm. trying to you know get people to bring attention to him and i mean if you ain't doing nothing special or if you're just boring you're not gonna get attention so i mean like you said he's really really good at bringing that spotlight on him the second thing is you said that you know you got paid well doing that if i remember correctly one of the conversations we had on the last podcast was one of the gentlemen in there said i don't care how much money it don't matter about the money, but I guarantee you if that cat would have said, hey, I want you to come out here and spar Jake Paul, my man would have went, right? Oh, 100%. And he wouldn't have done it for free. <laughs> and he wouldn't have done it for free. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Not. So, I mean, that, that goes to the point of, like, it's going to bring money, and it's going to bring money into other boxers' pockets. Yes. The other thing I want to talk about is the guy he's getting ready to fight was also once a sparring partner. Yes. It might be time for you in about maybe six, seven months to start running your mouth, house. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh, start you, calling you, somebody out. Oh, you, you better, you better believe. Um, we, we about two fights away from calling out everybody on the planet. I don't care. That's what, what I'm I saying. I don't, dude. I don't care. I'm trying to be there. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I didn't been in about 13 world champions camps, and then minus, I mean, plus this, uh, plus this YouTuber. And when I tell you that I give people fits, I'm not just saying that, and I'm not specifically calling out Jake Paul to say that because I want to do business with him. But I'm going to say this. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm going to say this, though. At the, end of the, at the end of next year, you will hear my name, and it's not just on this podcast. You will hear my name from the things that I do, not only in the ring, but how I carry myself outside of the ring. And some people talk the talk. I like to walk the walk and then let the talk come after. So at the end of the day, you're going to see how I move. You're going to see how I do. And um, I'm hoping that because I didn't, throw a lot of people's names because I've dropped a few champions. I'm not going to throw – and I believe that you shouldn't dr- throw people's names in the mud because you don't know. I don't know who I might have to use, so I'm not going to say who I dropped and what camp I right. did, what in, because it's sparring. And, and that's another thing. Don't glorify sparring. It's just sparring. But I can say this. Hopefully my reputation is the reason why I'm getting in all these camps and I'm hoping that the world will know who I am. So I definitely – Understand what you're saying, and and I will be t- talking to people and telling people what what I do and well, how good I he's, am. He's like I said, he's good for for the business of boxing, and and if you're smart, you do good business with people that also do good business. Facts. So I mean, I get you. I, you yeah. know, I'm following how, it. How you much know, you weigh? Pretty good. Uh, I'm one seventy five. How much you weigh, Brad? One one eighty. Man, you remember the other day you was talking about what you was gonna do to Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't even know Quentin. Even no, know. man, you know the other day when we was riding, you was like, you was like, I, I hope I can make it to that podcast. When we get done in the ring, I'm gonna get in there with you. I didn't you know even know like, you was doing the podcast. Brad, come on, man, Brad. Ah, uh, don't backpedal listen. now. No, just playing. no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Hey, don't get me wrong. Like I really didn't know he was doing the podcast like the day for yesterday. Yeah. But um, he won't bull ride with dude, me. He I won't fight. Love, no, 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 no. I will, I will, I would. I think it would be fun to kind of. 
you know, bounce around the ring with him a little bit. Not, I mean, again, same thing with this whole bull ride thing. I got a job, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I got people counting on me. I ain't trying to be unconscious for three days because right. short-term disability right. sucks. You know what I'm saying? But it will be fun, you know what I mean? When we like, get it set up, I, I'll talk to him a little bit beforehand and just tell him some things you said, and it, and it should go smooth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anybody that knows me knows you can't listen to Tony. If I'm going to say something, I'm just going to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, I just straight up. I've called enough people out on Facebook by name this week, like, in political, but, like, I ain't worried about it. But, no, right. I think it will be fun. Because I, I remember a while back, I used to box in the Scott when I was little. And I can remember telling the kids, like, the best cardio I ever got was hitting a heavy bag. Oh, yeah. So I was like, right. you know, I called, like, a local gym, and I'm like, man, I just want to come hit a heavy bag. Can I do that? And they're like, no, nah, we got, like, this such and such class. I'm like, I don't want to do a class. I just want to come hit a heavy bag. And they're like, no, okay, do that. Yeah, just come to, come to St. Michael's, man. We we, we got yeah, you. Anytime like, you want to come, just like, come we got We got a class for, like, uh, 40 and up. And I'm like, dude, listen, I'm like, I'm not joining the gym. Like, I just want to hit a heavy bag. So I thought about just getting me another one or put it hanging up in the garage. But I'd love to do it. Oh yeah, it is good cardio, man. Fantastic. That's what Tony's gonna need. He's gonna be he's gonna be getting all old and and <laughs> Mr. Retired rocket chairs and he's gonna be bent permanently. I don't know about all that, but dude, please. I ain't the one. I ain't been one. I ain't been the one running my mouth about Quentin. So. I don't even know Quentin. Man. <laughs> Man, you're crazy. You know what all you said about that dude last night. I ain't even seen him. I think I did see a picture. Oh, all y'all right. are hilarious. So, but I still ain't riding no bull. You say what right. you want about Quentin. I still ain't riding no bull. All right, Jamie, let's shift gears a little bit. Tell us about yourself, you know, what you used to do, your layoff, what got you back into it. Introduce yourself okay. again. Mm -hmm. I'm Jamie McGrath. I'm from New York originally. I moved down to Charlotte about six years ago. Um, we good? Yeah, oh, okay. Good, good. <laughs> um, and with my ex-husband, he was my husband at the time, and my three children, um, I kind of I was a prof I was an amateur boxer since 1997, and I had uh, six national championships, three New York Golden Gloves. I was on the first um, Olympic women's boxing team. We went to Finland for the international first women's international tournament, 13 countries, and I took gold home there. And then I turned pro, had a pro fight, and I had my daughter at the time. And then life just kind of got in the way, three kids later, and hence the long layoff. And now here I am, ready to make my comeback and take the professional. <laughs> so have you fought yet since you come back no. at all? Nope, this is the first one. And we, is that on the July 30th? Okay. All right, Brad, you wanna fight her? Brad, what'd you say? Are you gonna fight her? <laughs> no, I ain't like, dude. If she's got any kind of skill, like what she just said, that's that's dumb. That's right. like riding if, a prize, if I have like, any kind of skill, I'm doing that <laughs> right? No, I'm saying based on what you said. Like if she's got the skill based on all the accolades that she just called out, that makes no sense to me to go in there and try to do something like that. Like I ain't stupid. Are you nervous or? at all yeah or? i mean i think if i wasn't nervous it would be more of a problem right yeah. you know I, i've right. always gotten nervous it's a roller coaster of emotions when you fight you know um but as soon as i step in there i know instinct will kick in and it'll all be all right who are you fighting what the you, do you know anything I, about her i don't her? know anything about her you know how, I how just old know, is she yeah how old is you? 25. 25 yeah how old are you is that all right? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, it's boxing. You could ask me right. my age and my all right. weight. All right. All right. I'm not going to ask you your weight. 
I'm 45. Oh, wow. That yeah. is amazing. <laughs> so you're still 18 years younger than Englert. <laughs> and you. Right. We're not talking about me, Brad. <laughs> All right. No, so, I want to ask, I want to talk to Jamie, too, because it's really intriguing for me because I've, you know, um, with daughters, I've been involved in like female sports and trying to trying to champion the things that they do. You know, um, I I like that it's changing. What's the changes between what you see as far as like on the the world, like with the media and the the the, the acclaim that the female fighters are getting? That's the female fighters, whether they're in boxing or MMA. Like just the fact that there's not like the stigma of Wow, she don't need to be in there. You know, that's that's not a place for a woman. Like, what's the difference between when you started and, and now? Like, oh, it's, is, is, that, is that one huge. of the reasons is why you're like, man, I want to do this again. That's not like, one of like, my reasons. I have a lot of reasons, but that's not one of them. But yeah. I am very proud that we finally got here. I mean, it's it's been a long journey. I, we've been, back when I was doing it, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, I, I don't want to say it wasn't acceptable, but we did get a lot of talk from different people like, Really, we got to have a woman on the card. We right. have to women fight with us and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. It is, there is a higher level of acceptance now. And also, I mean, whether it be MMA or boxing, you're seeing some really good boxing matches from female fighters. I mean, yes. really good matches. Yes. And it, if you didn't have that, it wouldn't matter. Nobody would do it. Nobody watches the WNBA because yeah. it sucks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the truth. Nobody well, watches I'll it because it's garbage. Yeah, the women always put on an exciting show, even back then. I think right. we're, we're very aggressive. We come out strong and, yes. you know, and I'll tell you, I will outwork anybody, Every, man or a woman. Everybody that's, <laughs> everybody that's, everybody that's married knows y'all are aggressive. Yeah. It's yeah. not a qualifier. It's not a necessary qualifier. Yeah, but you, you know, know like when I, when I first started the, you know, the beard thing or whatever, I had some, some local gyms that had little fighters in there. It was on the come up and, you know, I had, there was, I was approached about, Hey, this fighter right here has got a beard. You know, you should, you know, do sponsor him or whatever. The first person that I ever sponsored was a female. Actually, at the time, she was, uh, now she's in bare knuckle, but at the time, she was doing, um, like, local box matches. Then she went in and dabbled a little bit in the MMA, and then she went straight into bare knuckle. And But I wanted to do her first. I mean, I just, you know, to me, you know, like I said, being a dad with three girls, like, man, if you had the opportunity, there's something that I could do to help you do that then do it. You know what I mean? She was a single mom. Um, I think it's awesome, man. I really do get into, there's a lot of the women's sports that I'm going to catch hell for this, but again, like just me, I don't care. There's a lot of things that I just can't watch. I just, it just, I, I can't, it just doesn't do it for me. You know what right. I mean? As far as on the same level, female fighters, look, if you ain't got the technique, you're not going to be good. If you're good, that means you've got the technique. If you have technique, that's a good show for me. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm pumped. Like, I'm ready. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get to that fight. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. I really I, am. I'm gonna say something. You know, just seeing Jamie in the gym and working, just working out with her, I was very impressed with her because, you know, I'm not gonna lie. When you when you hear girls are gonna be on the card, you don't know what to expect. And I, I'm not saying that I had low expectations. I didn't have any expectation. And then I then I heard about her layoff. But then I seen her in the gym, and it was just like, yo, yo, this girl's a beast. I mean, she let her hands go. She rattled them off. I'm going to tell you when I knew. I'm going to tell you when I knew she was crazy. Like, <laughs> I knew she was crazy when she was in the ring sparring, right? 
and uh, she was spawn. She spawned with our uh, with our guy, uh, Shalik, uh, aka Wing, aka Cut, and she was sparring with him, right? And he hit her, and he hit her with a good shot. And you would think like, oh, she gonna fold, you know? She getting hit, man. She was she was <laughs> on his neck the whole time and i'm like yo this girl she got that trigger it's like you know and that's the trigger i got like coach have to tell me low yo relax because i take it personal i'm not gonna lie if you hit me i take it personal and when i seen her take it personal i immediately begin to admire her immediately because it's like that's something you see in a winner you don't see that in a loser a loser folds you get what i'm saying you see somebody get hit they like oh i'm done no, sorry. You hit her, you got a fight on your hands. You better, I'm telling you, if you can't fight, you better not get in there with her. So when I tell you that that is a treat for me to see this fight too, I mean, I know I'm on the card, but I'm ex just as excited to see her fight as I am to see anybody on my team fight. And I'm telling you right now, Jamie is finna put on a show. I think she's gonna put on a clinic and I can't wait to see her fight. And my guy, uh, Craig, just walked in the building, too. And he's a problem, too. Look, we all are the problem childs right now. We all are a problem. So if you have not bought this fight, go get this fight. If you can't be in the building, go get it on pay-per-view right now. We got the links coming. He's going to post them. But I just had to shout out Jamie, man. Um, the more I get to know her, the more I love Jamie. And the more you see her fight, the more you're going to love her. I, I, you know, a lot of guys, you, you, you like – Brad, you, it's like you talked about earlier. Without the technique and without the ability, you wouldn't watch it. But, right. you know, all guys are like, you know, you want that tough female, yes. you know. But the only thing is, like, to me, you imagine you're dating married to a boxing female. <laughs> right. You can't go out to dinner the next night. Everybody's staring at you like you did that to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. It would be days, weeks before you could take her out. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's just looking. I bet he did that. I bet he did that. Right. So that, she's a boxer. She's a right, boxer. Right. Oh, she'd have to wear her stuff in there. You know what I'm saying? She'd have to wear her ring stuff in the restaurant. Right. The only way. So, but all right, Mike, what November 12th, November 12th. What does that, what does that mean to you? November 12th is going to be at the event center in Rock Hill. Every single one of my fighters is going to be on that card. November 12th. I, it's funny. I say my fighter, but they're, they're not really my fighters. Yeah, but it's it. They're from here, right? I they're mean, that's what here, you mean. You from, don't look. When people say that, I kind of laugh sometimes because they're not my fighters. They a fighter makes their own decisions. I can't tell you who to fight, when to fight, how to fight. And I'm very, very fortunate to have the fighters in my gym that I that are, that are with me right now, just because they respect me and listen to me. I got to tell them to do something half stupid, and they're still going to do it because they respect me and they love me. Right. So I'm I'm very lucky. Uh, that's I, also been the recurring theme the entire time because you don't. We talked about it earlier with some promoters, and you've been in the business a very long time. You have. And it, when certain people say, my, they mean mine. I own them, this and this. I treat them like that. Nobody here took it that way out of you because you don't see people that way. So you just mean my as in a, a team and an effort. Yeah, we're, we're, we're a team. We're, we're, we're family. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm well, I think they, I think I think they belong to each other because they all invest in each other's time. So I think whether it's the student or whether it's Mike, I think it's cool for them to say my coach or my fighter because they all invest in each other. You know what I mean? They invest time and they invest effort. Right. So, I mean, I get it. I think that's fine. I think that's a fine description And in my opinion. Right. And, and here's the moment that everybody's been waiting for. 
we're going to talk about the Vikings' debut. <laughs> That's all the people on the sidewalk out front when they heard his name, Brad. So, I know it's kind where of you're crazy at. In yeah. Here. yeah, yeah. I, I know so, where you're at, so I'm sure. I'm sure right, everybody out right, there on Right. Oh no, no, you're at the boxing club. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, talk about it, Viking. Guys, I'm just really excited to be here with the Birds and the Bees podcast. You know, we're talking about love. We're talking. Oh, is that not the name? It's a different one. It's a different one. Oh, sorry. What's the name? It's Bars and the Beard. Not Birds and the Bees. I'm just kidding, guys. Yeah. I love y'all. Thank you for having us. We're really excited. Um, like everybody's saying, we have a great team and one team, one family, one fight. We we bleed together. We sweat together. Uh, some of us live together. It's exciting. So this this will be your first time actually announcing, is that right? Yeah, promoting, announcing. I'm just very thankful and fortunate that we've built such great relationship with the fighters that they respect us enough to want to fight on our card. And it's just going to be a great opportunity to, you know, do something that we love and be more involved um, other than just commentating. I'm just super excited. We couldn't really talk about the promotion thing the first time. But if kind of go into the change in that, who all's announcing, but really kind of go into what transformation is taking place in St. Michael's, the actual promotion, what you're going under, and, and, and what that looks like now. Because a lot of people don't really understand that, that it was with somebody else, and now it's it's y'all. It is here. It's proprietary to the gym, to the people. So kind of cover that for a minute. Well, anything in life, you want goals and you want to move forward. If you are doing something that you love and that you're invested in and there's a lot of people involved that care about that same thing and you never move forward and sometimes seems like you're moving backwards, you have to reevaluate. And that's basically what that's basically what happened. We reevaluated the team here and everyone that I love and care about. And we built Viking Fight Promotions. We're working with Laced Up Promotions, Anthony Burkett, a great man, lo uh, loves the game of boxing. Um, is involved with Craig Parker and help, helps him with his camp and his team. And it's just, there's savages here in, in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And in the next year, six months, year, two years, the whole world will know. That's amazing. So anything else on that, Mike? And you were here last time, but kind of introduce yourself a little bit. Um, Craig Parker. Um, Craig Parker uh, represent Rock Hill, South Carolina, um, fighting on the um, Vikings and Lace Up promotions. And um, I'm just here to prepare for a fight that's coming up on July the 30th and go out there and um, show my skills. So we got pretty much most everybody here is fighting on the 30th. That is going to be a huge card. Oh, yeah. Huge card. And then is the next one after that, the November one yeah, at the whole, event center? The whole team will be on that card. Okay. All right. And that's – this one will still be at Thomas Gymnastics, right, on Mount Gallant. This well, fight. Center, I'm talking about this Ju Ju July 30th is at Thomas. July 30th right? will be at, uh, yeah, Rock Hill Gymnastics Center. And November yeah, 12th will be at the Rock Hill Sports and Events Center. Okay, Sports and Events Center. All right. Who else? Who else is going to call it with you, Viking? Uh, Chris Carrado, which is a local comedian, does a lot of great stuff with the community. Um, has been helping us out a lot. Um, Working sponsorships. He's a, he's a character. Great, great guy. Yeah. He's funny. Funny guy. Um, he loves boxing and he loves being involved in anything they can get his hands into and have a good time doing. So we appreciate him. He's a hustler. He's a hard worker. And we're excited that he wants to still participate. Um, 
because you never know, you know, when things change. Some people go, some people stay. And we're excited that he wants to work with us. So he's going he's gonna to take care of the undercard, and then when the main card rolls around, I'm going to have my announcing debut. Yeah, I saw him at a fight uh, out there at uh, Thomas, uh, what was it, maybe three months ago? Maybe a little bit longer than that. I took my son out there because I had a buddy of mine that had some fighters in there. And, uh, man, he had the whole, like, he had the whole getup. Like, he, he, he owned that whole night. Like, he had the suit, had the cameras, like, Corrado was on it. Has like, bowling, he has has made, bowling shoes he on? Is, he's ready to go. He is, I probably did. He, man, he is made for that. Like, he just, he was, man, he was working up the crowd, interviewing people. It was pretty cool. So, that's going to be cool for, to, to, to see him out there, too. That's a pretty good call right there. Mike, you talk a little bit about your, um, what, it, what is going to be your vision. And, and you and I have talked about it a little bit, and y'all have talked about it together, and Viking was a little bit on it. But what, like, for you, and what, what is your vision vision for the gym? Train world champions. My ultimate, what, what the end state is I want to bring a world title fight to Rock Hill. One of my fighters fight for a world title fight in Rock Hill. And we can do that at the event center. Cool. A few of your fighters. We want to have multiple oh. world champions. Oh, they're all going to be world champions. I'm telling you, I've, I've been in a lot of gyms. <clears throat> and I'm not saying just because it's my gym, but you you work here. You're going to earn it. I can't make you a world champion. I tell these guys all the time, you can make yourself a world champion. I can lead the way. Right. But there's some hungry – we talked about this the last time. There's some hungry guys here, yeah. some very hungry guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super hungry. As a matter of fact, I'm starving. starving. You know, I'm starving. And, and here's the thing. You – to, to understand hunger, just go all day without eating. Now, that's how bad the, the, the amount of, 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 of desire to want that food is how bad you got to want to win. And so I equate it to like a story about a man who uh, it was a guru and he took him out in the ocean and he told him to keep coming, keep going. You want to be you want to be great. You want to be great. He took him out in the ocean. Then he stuck the, the boy's head in the water. Right. And then the boy couldn't breathe and he, he held him down right before he passed out. He pulled them out of the water and when he pulled them out of the water he said when you were down there in that water what did you want he said i wanted air he said so i'm gonna tell you how to be successful in order to be successful you have to want uh success more than you want to breathe you get what i'm saying and until you want success that deep that driven that much desire you're never going to be successful and so at the end of the day um i've been i've seen the mountaintop just imagine just seeing like a million dollars right and then like you you oh you got to be quicker than that and i've seen it and i'm just falling short falling short and just having uh my the this team around and, and my coaches and being able to be around them and them putting me in a position it's like i'm not gonna fall short next time this time when i get close to that belt when i get close to that title i'm not only gonna take it but i'm gonna take it and i'm gonna own it i mean exactly what i say everybody in on that, that trains with me. They know how I am. They know that I am ultimately competitive. I don't want to lose a round. I don't want to lose a battle. I don't want to lose anything. And if you're not like that, you can't be at St. Michael's. Everybody wants to win. Coach is 85 years old, and he still wants to win. He wants to outwork everybody. He tells me all the time. We, we be hitting the bag. He said, Q, you're not going to outwork me. I said, yes, I am. And guess what? He's trying. He's really trying to outwork me. Now I'm not gonna let him do that, but he's not gonna let me do that either. And everybody around me, everybody around me, Jane, she fell right into place. She came to the gym. I'm thinking, okay, 
Let's gonna see what she got. She working just as hard as everybody else. She's suffering just as hard. And guess what? The other thing I love about Jamie, <laughs> I know I've been hyping her up, but the other thing I like about her is that she does not complain. She doesn't complain. I'll be like, yo, we got this. Do we allow complaining? No. If you complain, all you're gonna do is do burpees. <laughs> That's all you're gonna do. All you finna do is do burpees. So the thing about it is, and you know, this is not a knock on this is not a knock on women, but some women can complain. You know, I said some, so don't, don't, don't shoot me. You know what I'm saying? But some women can complain. Jamie didn't complain once. She just worked hard. She just grind. And that's what I love. Craig Parker, uh, Shalik, uh, Chris the Viking. Um, well, what's 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 our boy Charles? We got we got just a bunch of champions. Stanley, that, Charles, Stanley, Charles. We just got a bunch of people who really want to win. Everybody wants to win, and that's what I love about St. Michael's boxing. We all want to win. We are winners. We win. That's all we do. So when you when you see us and you know we coming. If if we come and we got a multitude of fighters, we're coming to win. So if you ever see us, if you're on the other side of the ring, be afraid. Be very afraid because we coming to win and we coming to wreck ship. I promise you that. So that's my spiel on, on St. Michael. Jamie, I want to ask you, when did you know, like, that you know you wanted to get back into it? And then what, what was that process? What did it look like? How did you get connected here? And what was your, like, that moment? And then, you know, what's it look like from getting to there to where you are now? It's, it's a very long story and journey, but making really short is basically when I decided to leave my husband, I was trying to find myself again, and I realized that boxing is a huge part of who I am. It had stayed in my life this whole time because I've trained people and I've kept boxing in my life, but that competitive level of boxing is a completely different level of boxing than just training other people. So I decided that's it. I'm gonna just get back into training um, my coach from New York and I, uh, we connected and started training. He would fly down, we started training. Um, and then I actually got COVID and it kind of gave me a little bit of a setback. And then life got in the way again. And fast forward a year later, uh, my coach hooked up with uh, Mike and here we are. And I'm, I'm ready now, stronger than ever. Um, I'm completely in the right mindset and I'm ready to do it. All right. Chicken wing a little bit. Last time we talked to you, you were kind of really new to it. You know what I'm saying? It was a while back and you know, where where are you in what you would feel your progression is and where you are now and 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 your contributions to the gym and, and what you look forward to out of yourself? Um I'm still learning. I'm still always gonna be a student to the game. Just because I ain't have no amateurs. So I'm always going to be a student. I'm just learning. I'm progressing. And we working. And everything that I just bring to St. Michael's is everything that is the energy that I'm around. It's just, it's mutual. We all hungry. We all working. We all in shape. We ain't playing with nobody. So we just stay in focus, focus on the mission. We're going to talk about that picture the other day. Is anybody going to talk about that? What picture? What picture? Picture he put on Facebook the other day. No, <laughs> y'all ain't going to do that on the podcast. All right, all right we won't do that. No. <laughs> we won't do that. Uh, <laughs> he was young, too. What was that, 2011, 2012? Man, I was probably 15 years old. Yeah, he was young. He was eight. a baby. Yeah, he was a baby. Man, and I, I was literally I was probably the same weight then I am now. <laughs> now, Mike, you, you want to introduce gentlemen here to you? Mike, you want to let... Mr. Elijah, uh, how old is Elijah now, Greg? 
got a he, special guest that came into the gym. Mike's going to talk a little bit about him. 89 years old. This is Mr. Elijah. He's been in boxing since the 40s. I mean, he knows every single person that, that's ever been a world champion. He's been in great camps. He knows Ali. Uh, I, I, every world champion, you know, he, he came from Chicago. So uh, I think it was two years ago when Craig fought, or a year ago, Craig fought in Rock Hill, and they were worried about him getting out of the ring, Mr. Elijah. And I watched him. He lowered himself off the ring by the ring post. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I think it was you and me were in the, the gym when he started shadow boxing. I was like, are you kidding me? He threw a 20-pound. Yeah, that's right. He was with Oliver McCall and Mike Tyson in the gym. I mean, he's been around forever. I can't believe he's, he's actually here. I mean, when I was coming up through boxing, I would always see him at all the tournaments and all the fights, and uh, I finally got to meet him. I'm like, wow. I mean, he can pick up his phone right now and call any past or current world champion on the phone, there, and they're going to, hey, you know, they're going to have a casual conversation with him. Great guy, great trainer. Uh, He's probably forgotten more about boxing than I'll ever know. Um, Were you and you from Chicago, sir? You from Chicago, Mr. Elijah? Chicago, yes, I'm from Chicago. I picked up Oliver McCall when he was, he was about 17 years old, and I took him all the way to the championship. He knocked out Leonard Lewis in the second round, became world champion. <sighs> Tyson chief sparring partner during the time, you know. Wow. Oliver McCall was no joke. Yeah. Where are you? Li where are you living now, sir? Oh, okay. Where do you live now? I live in I live in Las Vegas now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Still going to the gym, 89 years old. And, and I've been with him for quite some time. One at a time in life, it got low for me, and um, someone told him about me and told me about him, and I was like, man, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing this boxing stuff. This boxing stuff is difficult. And he was like, man, ain't no world champions out there. All these guys average. They can't tell me nothing. I go around the gyms. I be at the Mayweather gyms, the City Athletic. Ain't no guys can tell me something about boxing that I don't know. I've been around it all. And so when we introduced each other and got to know each other, and he asked him around about me, and it was like, yeah, I think that's a guy you should pick up. And um, he picked me up. And that's, from there, now we're making history. The guy that introduced me to him, I told him, I said, look, man, average fighter is like a hair on a dog back. Every, everywhere you look, you got average fighter. I said, I don't want to deal with no average fighter. He kept telling me, Elijah, this guy is not average. I said, yeah, I'm going to take a look at him. When I took a look at him, I saw he was not average. He was above average. If you got so many average fighters, why do you think of a motor going to look at this fighter? Since he's average, just like the rest of the fighters, you got to be above average. Yeah. So that's why I took him on because he was above average. Yeah. Now, Mr. Elijah, what was what was Mike like in high school? <laughs> <laughs> he's making fun of me. That's all. You know, but when we talk about boxing legends, this man's a legend. I mean, he's up there with the top five greatest trainers in the in the world Hall of Fame. It's uh. I'm, I'm, I'm excited he's in my gym. I mean, I, I got to take a picture to prove it. <laughs> yeah, That's really amazing. But, it, you know, and it's also like you talked about. It, there's, there's gyms everywhere, and he's here for a reason. You know, Roger Mayweather and I was the first one started to train the, uh, young Floyd, take him to the mountain. I used to pick Roger up every morning, and then we'd go pick up Floyd. And we'd go to Mount Charleston every, every morning. 
Wow. That, that just tells you. I mean, that's just another champion. I didn't know that he was involved with Roger, Roger Mayweather or Floyd Mayweather. Wow. Roger Mayweather was a two-time world champion. And Floyd Mayweather, everybody knows, five-time world champion. Five different weight classes. Yeah. So what else, Viking? Drop something on us. So I'll bring you back to what you guys were talking about earlier. Um, Brad, what's up, buddy? You still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have any amateur boxing fights, and I only have two pro fights. I'm, I have really no experience, so if you guys want to spar, we can set it up. <laughs> Let's see how much. How, you Brad, might he's, wait, you might, he's slightly uh, bigger than 180. <laughs> yeah, but Quentin, no, Quentin can out. still hit harder than I'm me, out. so that's cool. <laughs> I'm out. No, but I'm about to show Quentin these texts you were sending about him a minute ago. <laughs> Quentin, you about to be raw, son. Uh, Brad, that was crazy, man. That gum. About his mom? Damn. Brad, this? that was how crazy. About, oh, man. I think, I think, how about, I think me and Tony should spoil. <laughs> and Quentin, as soon as we get done with the bull riding, we will. Oh, that was I ain't riding no bull, man. Right. I ain't riding no animal. Well, that's but crazy. To, but to say what, to highlight again what Mike was saying, it, it is a truly an honor to have you in the gym, sir. And hopefully I can get a picture with you, too, before you leave. Oh, we need to hear that. Go ahead and tell us about it, sir. Okay, back in Las Vegas, you couldn't get anybody's fire with me. You're not going to hear it back. I called you to read since I've been knowing you since, since 1980. I called you. I said, Jesse, listen, I got a fighter here, man. I'd like for you to... I know you got a lot of fighters out there. Do you have anybody that you think could spy with him? He said, yeah, bring him on out here, you know. I said, okay. So uh, he said, I want you to go sit around with this guy. This is one of my best guys. He stopped him in the third round, I believe. Second. Second round. <laughs> 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 yeah. Made a quit in the second round. Jesse said, man, Elijah, where did you get this guy from? He says, uh, that was one of my best guys there, man. I said, okay. He says, uh, listen, if you were letting me train him, I'd get him on a show in South Carolina. I said, well, okay, we don't have a real trainer right now. You can train him. So uh, he called Anthony. I guess he called Anthony. And he told Anthony about him and everything. And uh, next thing we know, we were down in South Carolina fighting, you know. So he moved on down here. So I come down here every time he's ready to fight. I come down here to work with him. Sometimes he's come back to Las Vegas and train because that's the best place to train in Las Vegas because you can, you know, go to the mountains and uh, you, you lose a lot of weight, uh, you know, sweating and running. But out here, it's not, it's not the kind of training that they keep in Las Vegas. You know, one of the one of the things that you you kind of hear. You've talked about it, Craig, talked about it with Elijah. You see a lot of other fighters talking about it. And it's amazing as you see anybody that really is somebody, there is that one mentor that really took them to that spot. You know what I'm saying? And you see that that's unique about boxing is that not only do they have that, but they recognize it. And, you know, and it's not something, you know, a lot of sports, somebody gets some, some somebody somewhere and then they just kind of forget who got them there. But in this sport, you, it's, it's, you hear so many men and women talk about that one person that inspired them and that brought them from where they were on the borderline of being 
down and out and everything, and then that person continues to come with them as they come up. And I think that's been – you see that a lot of stories. You see it in a lot of people, and it, there's been several people in this gym. So you know it's a, a pretty much large-scale phenomenon among fighters to have that person that pulled them out of the bottom. That's a fact. I, I, I got to contest to that because where I was before I came to St. Michael, I was actually uh, – baby in a, a back injury i had um two i had two discs uh my l5 was uh i had a pinched nerve and so i thought my career was over i was going to actually reach out to mike but i thought my career was over I, I was like it's no way i can't walk i can't run i can't train it's over i got rehabilitated and then i, I reached out to mike it was funny because he kept curving me man you know like uh you know how like, like that girl you like he just kept curving me i'm like i'm trying to train with you man you like uh, and then um, I actually uh, came up here on a Friday, and he wasn't here. And they was like, "Nah, you gotta meet him. You gotta come back on a. You gotta come back on a. You can't say nothing. That's a legend right there. Yeah. What can you say? We just got Mr. Elijah's on the phone, and we're gonna deal with it. Right, right. But um, my my point was, you know, he's he's seen me fight a few times, and um, you know, but I'm gonna tell you though, he did not. He was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He was not impressed with my reputation. He didn't care what, and he seen me fight. He seen me. He seen me knock out an undefeated fighter. He did not care. He said, "You have to prove that you can be here." And I came on a Monday. Now Mondays are legendary. They suck. Like just imagine, like doing the worst workout in the worst heat ever in life. That's a Monday workout, and I loved it. And I told him, I said, "Man, I want to keep coming." And it's been that's that's been a year ago, man, and I've been here ever since. But when I when you say that though, coming out of like a dark place, I was I had I had just fought two world champions. You know what I'm saying? I fought Chad Dawson and I fought Dave Morrell, and I wasn't successful against both. But Mike said, you know what we got to do? We got to get you moving, man. You got better legs than you know. This man had me moving. He didn't, I didn't even throw punches. All he had me doing is moving, moving, moving. He said, just move. He said, don't worry about punching right now. Just move. That was the toughest, hardest uh, training that I ever did because I never moved. Like, you know, if you see most people shadow box, you see them standing and in And you can get place. away with that one dimensional against most people. Not at but my not level. not when you get to the next level. No, not at my level. And he saw that right off the bat. He said, Q, I'm not going to change you. All I'm going to do is enhance you. He said, I don't want to change you. All I want to do is make you better. He never once told me, I don't like your style. I don't like what you're doing. I don't want to, whatever. He said, Q, I'm going to make you better. And all he did was have me. Now it's hard for fighters to hit me. Jake Paul's trainer told me to stop boxing and actually stand there and fight because I would hit him and then he would try to get off and then I would move. Brad and just he, said, he texted me and said he ain't going to have no problem hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, you going crazy, man. You going crazy right now. <laughs> but my, he's, he's off the chain, right? right. He's my, feeling some type of way right, right now. Right, right. But my point is that's what that's what coach does. He he brings fighters up like that that a lot of people are like, oh man, they ain't this or they ain't that. Look, the legend shadow boxer right now. Y'all need to see this right here. He's shadow by letting it go. Letting it go. But uh what what coach does is he he basically sees diamonds in the rough. But you got to prove you're a diamond now. You just ain't going to be a rough. <laughs> you got to prove that you're a diamond in the rough. And only way to prove that is hard work. And um, that's basically – I'm just bouncing off what you said. Right. He's bringing people – he's bringing people hope 
through hard work. And I just, I love boxing. I love what it does for me. I love what it does for everybody around. And boxing changed my life. And I think that whether you're using it to use it for fitness or you're using it to decompress or you're using it to compete, it absolutely changes your life. And I just love boxing. I love St. Michael and I love my team. Brad, you got anything for anybody? Any follow-up? You got anything? No, I'm man. I want to get. I'm ready to get in there and do a podcast while I'm actually there next time. I know, man. Viking, you got anything? Hashtag what Quentin said earlier. Hashtag we are the problem child. Hashtag Jake Paul. Hashtag we stole your shit. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag too easy. Hashtag too easy. Hashtag this work easy. Hashtag don't quit. Logan, what's how going about, on with you? How about hashtag y'all? Uh, Bring some champions to Rock Hill so we can rename Rock Hill uh, Boxing USA, Boxing City USA. Yeah, we're gonna be the capital. City USA. Yeah, we're gonna be the we're gonna be the capital of boxing Bo- in the Rock South. Hill. Used to be very very big for boxing a long time ago. Very big a long time ago. What's going on with you, Logan? Ready for July thirtieth. Waiting for Q and Jamie and Craig to put on the show. Yes, yes indeed. Mike, anything closing? No, nah, man, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks, Anybody Brad. got anything else? Jamie, anything? Thank you for No words for me. your opponent? Nope. Just, just show up. <laughs> I'll be there. Brad, what you going to tell Quentin before we bounce? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope to see you in the gym, though, kid. I do want to come hit the heavy bag. Oh, you just, go ahead and smack, just go ahead and smack Tony in the face. <laughs> man, chill, man. We talking about him fighting <laughs> you. <laughs> After we get after we after he gets done riding his little bull ride, because you know he he's retired now, he on a bucket list. He got, he's trying to I got stuff I gotta list. do. I know that's right. Because he because he, he ain't got he got that much time. He got that much more time. Are <laughs> you crazy, knock man? <laughs> Craig, trying to knock out everything he can. So after that bull ride, me and me and Tony will get in there and and duke it out a little bit, a little spar. What you got, Craig? Um, I just want to say it don't matter where you at if you put the hard work in, it gonna show in the ring. It gonna show wherever you at. It doesn't matter where you at. It don't matter who you be around. If you believe in yourself, pick God first and, and do what you're supposed to do, it's going to show. So um, it doesn't matter who who know you, who don't know you. Everybody will get to know you after they see the results of hard work. Facts. And that's a fact. And that's my guy right there. That's my that's one of my main he, – he's my main guy who helped me spar for this fight, and I, I appreciate this dude, man. Like, it's funny. Sometimes you got to bump heads with somebody before you, like – like spar with him so we kind of bumped heads in sparring and you know it's all love now man i really respect this dude a lot and it's dude you know you hit me one time man and my rib was hurting for a whole week you know what i'm saying like no 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 i look i was hurt for a whole week i said i gotta get him back for that one <laughs> but yeah that's my guy right and now. i you know and just from my perspective not being up all the time but just you know i have a lot of admiration for chicken wings. Somebody like he said, he didn't have any amateur. He comes up here, he's a, he's, a, he's around people that it's been their life forever. And, you know, he takes ribbons. He's ne- you know what I'm saying? He looks like he's very composed and, and ready to learn. And I, like I said, man, I, I have a lot of high hopes and wishes for you too, man. I really do. I, I I'd like it. to see you really do well just because of how serious you're taking it. So. I appreciate it. All right, Brad, I think we, we about got everything covered. You got anything? You want to hit them sponsors one more time, Brad? Brad? 
Yeah, I'm here. All right, man. you want to hit the sponsors one more time before we head yeah, out? Yeah, let me get a, give a shout-out to Hospitality Heat and Air, man. I want to. I got to go by there and see uh, Lisa. She's going to re, re-up for a, a sponsorship again, like I said. Uh, Haven Miller State Farm. Haven, we appreciate you. Y'all go check her out for all your, your auto, home, life insurance needs right there on Main Street in Rock Hill. Spikes, uh, fresh pork skins, and uh, boiled peanuts. Uh, I need to come get some from him. He, he said he'll drop some by. I just got to get them. Uh, that'd be probably be a good little snack for the for the boxers too. Man. That sure that's, would be. That's a, that's a good little snack. So I, I'll make sure I take care of everybody over there at uh, St. Michael's GM and get a whole bunch of stuff sent out there to y'all. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. And we, go I'm, ahead and, uh, and shout out Greg uh, Gary Simmel too. Yeah, and Gary Simmel. We talked about him in the beginning. Yeah. We did talk about him in the beginning. And yeah. Next time we're out y'all's way at the house, I bring some ice cream out there for the kids. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, bro. A, we, we should have brought that up. Oh, uh, no, that's gonna be on box, hours. You can believe it. The, the oh, we need to bring them out here. Night. We'll bring them out no, here. No. So. That'd probably be good for them. Yep. Put some gloves and a mask on. That way, sure we don't worry about spoons getting thrown through the kitchen. That's right. Yeah, let's do that. All right, Brad. You be safe. Hey, I appreciate it. All right, y'all be good now. All right.